Hello? Alright, alright, we're back with another podcast episode. I know it's been a little while. How long has it been? Like, um... Alright, it's been a pretty long time, but we're finally back with the podcast episode. Today we'll be discussing, um, the week 9, what happened during week 9, and then week 10 predictions. Um, I realized that my week 8 episode was 50 minutes long on all of them. And that not a lot of people watched it, so I think I'm gonna keep a week nine like um, the the uh, like what happened in each game. I'm gonna keep it short. I'm gonna try to make it thirty seconds to a minute each. So starting at a minute mark, so I'm gonna wait like seventeen seconds. And then I'm gonna do um, a minute for each game, so we can go quickly. And I'll try to say like three or four words to like really sum up the game, like you know how Colin Cowher does. So we'll start with the first game: the Packers versus. 49ers um expected result I feel like that that's the best way to say it expected result Packers versus Niners with the with um the Niners starting Nick Mullins who is still actually extremely good backup quarterback I think he can develop into a starter one day but it was expected for the Packers to beat them Aaron Rodgers had an amazing game Devontae Adams another amazing game Something that wasn't expected was a great game from Richie James, the Niners receiver. He had 33 fantasy points. Maybe he'll be on the waivers depending on um, how the the Niners get their starting rotation back, like Debo Samuel and then George Kittle and all of their other targets. Depending on how fast they come back, Richie James can be a, a fantasy waiver pickup. But yeah, expected result. Giants versus Washington. Total disaster for Washington it was just a total disaster of a game overall it's probably the worst game of the week the Giants they had no turnovers and the Redskins and the football team I mean had five so I mean it was expected when when you when one team has five turnovers and the other one has zero it's expected for the team with zero turnovers to win and they did it was it was an ugly game though there was a lot of ugly stuff in the game but the Giants won and the football team lost. That's all you can really get out of the game. It was really that ugly of a game. All right, Broncos Falcons. Um, Broncos continue to struggle. Drew Locke still had an impressive game, but they struggled in the they struggled in the um, first half. They couldn't get anything going really until the fourth quarter, when Jerry Judy stepped up in a pretty big way for Denver. But they really couldn't get anything going until the fourth quarter. So even though it was a seven point win only for the Falcons, it was it definitely felt a lot bigger during the game because at one point the Broncos were down like thirteen thirty four and they only scored two touchdowns to make it look a little closer. But it was a pretty winnable game for the Falcons. For a second, I thought they might blow the lead because it's the Falcons, but they didn't. Bills versus Seahawks. Horrible pass defense from the Seahawks. That's all that you can really say to sum up this game. The Seahawks have one of the worst pass defenses in the league. If I I saw something and it was like the Seahawks are on pace for the most amount of pass yards allowed in NFL history by over a thousand yards or almost a thousand yards. It's pretty crazy if you ask me. Allowing four hundred fifteen yards to Josh Allen, who is a pretty good quarterback. But 415 yards, that's a lot, especially especially since Josh Allen from weeks four through eight was on the decline. This They made Josh Allen look like an MVP candidate again, like weeks one through four Josh Allen, not weeks four through eight Josh Allen.
They made him look like he's back. He's back to his MVP candidate form. Stephon Diggs tied eight against the Seahawks. And so did so many other receivers. Like, um, there was this guy who had, like, two touchdowns. I don't even know what his name is. I think it was, like, Gene Davis. I don't think a lot of, Or Gabriel Davis, who had a touchdown against him. Isaiah McKenzie had a touchdown. Tyler Croft had a touchdown against them. It was an ugly game for the Seahawks' pass defense. And if the Seahawks are, want any chance of making the Super Bowl, they're going to have to step up their pass defense. Next game, Bears versus Titans. Bears offense sucks. I mean, what did you expect when um, they came into the season 5-1? and one? Most people still thought they were pretenders, and it looks like they are. 17-24, it looks like a close game, but Bears scored all 17 points in the fourth quarter, and their offense really couldn't produce consistently, which really led to a Titans win. The Titans had a pretty good game, like a bounce-back game against from the Bengals game last week. But it wasn't even too amazing of a game from Derrick Henry. 21 carries for 68 yards. That's, I don't know how many yards per carry. Let me let me do the calculations. That's like 3.2 yards per carry. That's pretty low amounts for Derrick Henry usually. And the Bears defense still did pretty good in this game against the Titans. It's just their offense can't produce at all. Ravens versus Colts. Ravens get a win against a great defense. Against a great Colts defense, the Ravens get a win. It wasn't a pretty win. It was still a pretty not great game played by Lamar Jackson. It wasn't the best game played by Lamar Jackson. They still got a win. They got out of it. And the Colts lose. The Colts' playoff chances are still very much alive, even after the loss. But it just shows how the Ravens were able to adjust. They were able to win a game. I think it was a big win for them in terms of turning it around and getting their offense to be less stagnant because their passing attack has been extremely stagnant the past couple of weeks. So I feel like I feel like this could be a turning point for their offense where they realize, all right, we just beat a really good Colts defense, but we need to change. We need to change our offense. We need to change it because as Lamar Jackson was saying earlier, defense has been call- defenses have been calling out our plays. So hopefully this game will be a turnaround for the Ravens where, the, where they can hopefully turn around their game and get a better passing attack. Panthers versus Chiefs, CMC's back. CMC had a CMC game, 69 yards rushing, one touchdown rushing. I'm pretty sure 80, around 80-something yards receiving, a touchdown receiving. Great game by CMC. Back at it. He was on my fantasy team, got me 37 points. Patrick Mahomes had another MVP-type performance, 372 yards. Four touchdowns. The Panthers almost came back. 31-13. Chiefs, Panthers. The Panthers had the lead for the first half. It looked like the Panthers could potentially win the game. But in the end, the Chiefs Chiefs won. And Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, they all look extremely good, as they always have been. And that duo of Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill has been extremely good, especially good this year. I'd say this is probably... This is a really underage year from the Chiefs because a lot of people, they still think the Chiefs are the best team, but I feel like the Chiefs are kind of flying under the radar. Like Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey's numbers are especially flying under the radar. Travis Kelsey has more fantasy points than any receiver outside of Devontae Adams. Yeah, or no, outside of Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill and and Travis Kelsey have the two most fantasy points for any receiver or tight end this year. 
which is extremely incredible. Which just goes to show you how great Patrick Mahomes is as a quarterback. Because he's also number one in fantasy just as a quarterback. Alright. Lions versus Vikings. Let Dalvin Cook eat. Give him the football and you'll win the game. That's the Vikings game plan from now on. Give Dalvin Cook the football at 252 yards scrimmage yards this game and two touchdowns. And the last game, he also had over 200 scrimmage yards and four touchdowns. That's just incredible. That That's really incredible from Dalvin Cook. He's really established himself as one of the best backs in the league, if not the best running back in the league. And the Vikings game plan the last two weeks that helped them beat the both the Packers and the Lions was to just let Dalvin eat. Just let him eat. Let him cook. Let Dalvin cook. And that has really helped them now. And I think that if they continue to do it, maybe they can make a potential playoff push. I don't think they'll make the playoffs, especially with the 1-5 hole they put them in. But I think they can at least get to 8-8 eight and eight maybe because of Dalvin Cook. Not because of Kirk Cousins, because of Dalvin Cook. And I think they have to start looking uh, elsewhere for the future of Kirk. Because I don't think the future of... I don't think Kirk Cousins will take them to the Super Bowl. Texan versus Jaguars. Didn't watch it. That's all I could say. Didn't watch it. Jake Lutton, though, performed a great game. But, I mean, this is probably the least watched game of the week. Most likely. Because not very exciting game. Both teams are both teams started the game the day out one and six. The Texans won. Pretty close game. The Jaguars quarterback actually played very well. Maybe even good enough to have uh competition between him and Gardner Minshew for the starting quarterback. James Robinson played a good game again. And DJ Chark had a great game. I think that DJ Chark will be somebody to look out in fantasy. And that will definitely heat up over the second half of fantasy in terms of fantasy points. Raiders versus Chargers. Different day, same result for the Chargers. They lost in the last play of the game. Called a touchdown at first. The Chargers were thought they won, but after review, it was ruled an incomplete pass. It just happens to the Chargers day in and day out. Justin Herbert has played amazing as quarterback. You can't ask for much more as a rookie quarterback, except for, except for to win. And they can't win games. The Chargers, which is really sad to see that Justin Herbert only has one win under this amazing stats and the amazing amount of points he's putting up for this Chargers team. It's kind of sad to see the Chargers do this good during the game, but they just can't finish it out at the end of the game. Steelers versus Cowboys. It got ugly. It got ugly for the Steelers in this game. A lot they almost lost the game. They were down 19 and 9 going into the fourth quarter. The Steelers had to have a 15-point comeback at the fourth to win the game 24 to 19. It got super ugly for the Steelers in this game. It's really a gritty win for them having to beat practice squad quarterback Gabe or whatever his name. I think it's Gabe Gilbert. G Gilbert, what is his name? Garrett Gilbert against Garrett Gilbert who had an all right game, I guess, for a practice squad quarterback. He had a pretty good game, but if you wanna, if you want, if you want this defense to really step it up in the playoffs, which they have stepped it up all season, 
but they didn't really step up enough this game. Even though 19 points is still not a lot of points allowed, especially in today's NFL. Against the practice squad quarterback and Ezekiel, against the practice squad quarterback and a struggling Ezekiel Elliott and receiver core, and an Amari Cooper who apparently is just waiting for Dak to get back, 19 points seems like a lot more points than it should have been. And 24 to 19 seems like a lot closer of a score that it should have been when you look at how many points the Cowboys have been allowing in recent games. Actually, no, in recent games, the Cowboys have allowed 25 and 23 points. But compare, com- look, compare those games to this one, those other teams, the Eagles and the Washington football team, look, 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 their offense looked a lot better than the Steelers' offense when they, when they were playing today. I'm sorry if I'm stuttering a lot. I'm kind of doing this on the fly right now because I just wanted to get an episode kind of out there. But we'll go to the next game and then hopefully these next three games I can do in like a minute or two each, a minute or two total. So Dolphins, Cardinals, two at a time. Kyler Murray did play a better game than Tua, but Tua it was the victor in the end because the Dolphins' defense has played incredible. They got a touchdown this game, highest scoring defense in the NFL, and Tua played a pretty great game in the second game starting. Saints versus Buccaneers. The Saints just dominated. Domination nation from the Saints. This Saints team is an extremely good team. And this Buccaneers team is also a good team, but they're way too on and off. The Saints team is probably the most consistent team in the NFL. Definitely Super Bowl contenders, probably definitely a top five team in the league, but we'll just have to see how it how how it works down in the playoffs. Patriots versus Jets. Jets blew a game where they could win. The Jets blew it. They blew their opportunity to win. They have one more game against the Patriots, but I think they played this one at MetLife, and the next one's going to be at Gillette. So I don't know if they'll win that game in Gillette, especially during the cold cold winter. I think this was the Jets' best opportunity to win a game, and they disappointed. They disappointed. They were winning 27-17 to in the at the end of the third quarter, and the Patriots came back. Cam Newton, I think this just showed. I think this was like a game for Cam Newton where he can be like, I'm the man still. I'm the man. I can do this. Even though they, it's a win against the Jets and they had to come back, any win for the Patriots would help them right now. All right, 14 minutes. That wasn't too bad for um, a lot less than 50 minutes. So now we'll do week 10 predictions. Tonight's game, Colts versus Titans. Hopefully I'll watch it. I think the Titans will win a close game. I'll score prediction probably 17 to 10. The Titans offense last week, or last week of 24-17. I mean, a good offense, like their offense played... Okay, Derrick Henry didn't get a rolling as much as you would like. And this week they're playing uh, even uh, just as good, probably even better Colts defense when compared to the Bears, especially in the run game. Colts have one of the best run defenses in the league. And then you pick that up against Derrick Henry. Although the Titans do have weapons and Ryan Tannehill is a really good quarterback. I just don't see the Titans scoring a lot of points. But the Colts offense hasn't been very good either, which is why I think it will be 17-10 to 10 Titans. Maybe more. I think at max, the Titans will probably score 35 points, and that's really reaching. I think max probably 28, 24 points. But I'm going to go... I'll change my score prediction to 21 to 13 Titans. 
I think that's a fair score prediction for this game, especially seeing how the Ravens-Colts game went out last week. I think it will be a pretty similar performance from the Titans and Colts this week. Texans versus Browns. I think the Browns... I think the Texans will actually pull this one out. It's an upset alert for me. The Texans... I think they're a better team than the 2-6 and six says, just because they had... I'm pretty sure they had the hardest strength of schedule in the entire football league up until now. They've had the, the hardest strength of schedule... I could fact check that right now if you want, but I'm pretty sure that's an accurate fact. So I'll fact check it just to make sure. Strength of schedule in the AFC. Actually, I'm wrong. They had the second hardest strength of schedule behind the Jets. But the Jets are the Jets, so... The Jets, the Jets, I don't think the Jets will win a game regardless of strength or schedule if not. But I'm just saying, the, one of the hardest strength of schedule, and even though the Browns are also an extremely hard team, better than most people thought they would be at this point, I think the Texans with their offense, they still have a really good offense. Deshaun Watts and David Johnson, they still have Brandon Cooks and Will, uh, Will Fuller at receiver. I think the Texans offense will power them through this game, and I think it will be 28-17 Texans. Because the Browns' offense in their last game, I know they had a bye week last week, but in their last game against the Raiders, was really stagnant. Jaguars versus Packers. Let's be honest, the Packers will win this game. I think it will be a blowout. I think, actually, maybe either Lutton or Minshew can keep it close, whoever plays in this game. But I think it will be a 35-17 to game. 35-17 seems fair. Maybe 35-24. I'll go 35-24 Packers versus Jaguars because I do think the Jaguars will score some points, but I think it'll be still a double-digit win for the Packers, which is why I'm going 35-24. I really think the Packers' offense will definitely produce in this game at least 28 points from the Packers in this game, most likely 30-plus. And I still think the Jaguars' offense won't be held to under 20 which is why 35-24 is a pretty good estimate. Maybe 35-17, maybe the Jaguars' offense will be held under 20, but I think 35-24 is where I'm at right now. Eagles versus Giants. Now, I, I would go Giants because I actually do think the Giants, um, even though the Lions is minus 3.5 Philadelphia, I would have the Giants projected to win this game, but the Giants are the Giants... And I do think the Eagles will win by three points in this game in a close one. Not because I don't think the Giants could win this game. And I do think I still favor them in this game. But I just have a hunch feeling that the Giants are are going to mess this one up. Like similar to the game against the Buccaneers. I feel like although they beat the football team, the only team they really seem to be able to beat is the football team under Daniel Jones, which is why I'm gonna have the Giants beating the E or the Eagles beating the Giants by three. I'll say the score prediction will be 24-21 Eagles in a close game against the Giants. Because the Giants defense has been extremely well. Daniel Jones hasn't played horribly, but I feel like and any other team besides the Washington football team, the Giants somehow managed to mess something up, even though they play a pretty good game overall, which is why I'm going to go 24-21 Eagles. Buccaneers versus Panthers. I think this game will um, 
throw to the Buccaneers in a close one against the Panthers because the Panthers are still a good team. They might not have CMC this week, but they're still a good team. I think I'll have the Buccaneers um, winning in a close one, 31-24. I think they'll bounce back, 31-27 actually. I think they'll bounce back this week, the Buccaneers, but I think the Panthers will... Um, I think the Panthers will make it a close game for them. And I think Tom Brady will... I think Tom Brady will throw his first touchdown pass to Antonio Brown this game. And I think Mike Davis will have a good game for the Panthers. I think the Buccaneers will rely on their passing more as they usually do. But I think their running game will get more involved. Definitely more involved than last game against the Saints. And I think that the X factor in this game will just be Tom Brady's just motivation to win a game. His... his drive to win a game after losing by 35 on prime time i think that would be one of the driving forces behind this win again for the buccaneers because tom brady wants this win and when tom brady wants a win he usually gets it broncos or no we have one more game washington football team versus the detroit lions i saved this one o'clock game for last because i'm a washington football team fan and I want the Washington football team to win this game, but I'm going to have the Lions winning. I'm going to have the Lions winning, but in a pretty close game. It'll be a pretty close game, in my opinion. Washington football team versus the Lions. I'm going to go score prediction will be 24-20 Lions in a close one because I do think Stafford is still an amazing quarterback. Even though the Lions offense hasn't been very good, the Washington football team, I just, I want them to win as much as I want them to win. I don't think they'll win. It'll be 24-20. And I think if the Washington football team does win, it'll be around probably 27-20 Washington football team or maybe 27-17 Washington football team. I hope they win. Fingers crossed they win. But right now I'm projecting the Lions to win. But I still think though this is probably one of the more winnable games on the Washington football team schedule. Broncos versus Raiders. Oh, we still have a lot of games left. Broncos versus Raiders. Um, I think I'll have the Raiders winning this game. Drew Locke played a pretty good game, but they still couldn't get anything going until the fourth quarter, which is why I think the Raiders will win because I think the Raiders are definitely just a better all-around team. With Josh Jacobs and um, Devin Booker, or what is it, Devontae Booker, they their run their running has been extremely well. Derek Carr has been a fringe MVP candidate, and that's why I have the Raiders winning this game. I'll have the Raiders winning this game probably twenty eight to twenty Raiders. Just because I don't think the Broncos will be able to pr- produce that many points until the fourth quarter, I think the Broncos get. 14 of those 20 points in the fourth or the, the second half let's just say the second half and that they the score going into half will be like 21 to 6 Raiders and the Broncos won't be able to really produce until the second half and it'll be much more of a closer game on the box score than it was when watching the game all right what time are we at because I want to wrap this up in around 20 minutes or less 23 minutes so I think this episode will be around 45 minutes to 40 45 minutes so chargers dolphins dolphins have been really hot as of recently i'm pretty sure they've won their past four games yeah they've won their past four games and 
against the Chargers. I think it will obviously be a close game because Justin Herbert's been a great quarterback. An amazing quarterback, I should say. But I think the Dolphins will win 28-17. to 17. Or no, not 28-17. The Chargers usually get a lot of points. 34-28 Dolphins. I think the Chargers will lose in another close game. I think this will be, instead of like a game where the Chargers come back and make it look closer, I think it will be a close game all around. I think that the Chargers and Dolphins will make it a close game. And the second half, the Dolphins will pull through because I don't think the Chargers, I don't know if the Chargers have it in them to win a game, uh, win a game like that. Because the Chargers haven't won a game in such a long time. Or they, they've only won one game against the Jaguars and besides that they've won against the Bengals so I feel like they just haven't really experienced that win they need to get them over the hump of that yet which is why I still think that the Dolphins will win this game not to mention the Dolphins have the highest scoring defense Bills versus Cardinals this will be a good one I have I don't know I think I'll have the Bills winning in a close one I'll have the Bills winning in a close one I'll go, I don't think the Bills' offense will produce in this game. I think it will be the defense that helps them win in this game, which is why I'm going 28-21 Bills because I do think the Cardinals will still score, maybe 28-24 Bills because the Cardinals are always in contention to score 20-plus points every game. Kyler Murray always produces every game, which is kind of changing my mind right now, which is why I'm going to actually go... 31, 34 Bills. I'm going to have the Bills still winning 34, 31. I mean, but I think the Cardinals will still produce a lot because Kyler Murray has been a great has been a great quarterback and he's number 1 in terms of fantasy points per game right now, which is why I still think the Cardinals will get 30 plus, but I think the Bills will win behind a solid defense from them. And I think their offense will produce just enough to score 34. I know 34 is still a lot, and just enough might not cut it. But I, I think the Bills will win this game. I think Josh Allen will have still a great performance. Not as good as last week, but I think the defense will help them to get 34 points. And that's why I'm going to go 3431 Bills. Seahawks versus Rams. My friend of mine is a huge Ram fan, and he wants me to choose the Rams in this game. And the Rams are projected to win by minus 1.5 because of that ugly passing defense from the Seahawks but with all that said with all that said I think the Rams will lose to the Seahawks because if you look at both of the Seahawks losses if you see what um, both of the teams had in common that the Seahawks really lost against the the Cardinals and the Ram or the Cardinals and the Bills if you look at them both of them had great receiving cores, followed by a number one receiver to help them push it through. So with the Cardinals, they had they had DeAndre Hopkins, and they also had a great backup receiving core with Christian Kirk, Andy Isabella, and others. And then with the Bills, they had Stephon Diggs with a good receiving core behind them with um, John Brown and Cole Beasley. The Rams have a good, great receiving core as well behind Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, but I don't think they have that star receiver necessarily that will definitely torch the defense Cooper Cup is a good receiver he's fringe star and Robert Woods is also not as good as Cooper Cup but he's close to fringe star but I just don't think the Rams have that one guy to blow the top off the defense versus the Seahawks 
and I think they'll still get. I think Jared Goff will still get over three hundred yards passing in this game, but I don't think he'll be get enough to beat the Seahawks, which is why I'm going Seahawks thirty five thirty one, only by four. I think it will still be a close game, but I just don't think the Rams have that X factor receiver to pull them over the hump. Because if you look in both of the Seahawks losses. Um, Stephon Diggs got 113 yards against the Bills, and against the Cardinals, DeAndre Hopkins got 103 yards. So it shows that they were probably the main receivers behind that attack. All right, 49ers Saints. I think I'll have the Saints winning this game by. I think even with Nick Mullins, the 49ers will probably keep it within. 7 to 10. I'll, I'll go Saints by 10, which technically beats the spread because it's minus 9.5. But I think the actual spread in my head would be probably like 14. But I'll go 10, which is why I'll go Saints probably 35 20. Actually, no, that's kind of weird of a score. I'll probably go Saints 31 21. 31 21 Saints. I think the Niners will still get their points up on the board 21 points. Not bad in today's game but like not like lower than 15 like not like 14 or like 10 points i think they'll still get their 21 points but i think the saints will win 31 24 because the saints just have one of the most consistent teams in the league Bengals versus steelers i'm putting an upset alert in this game mark an upset alert regardless if ben plays or not i have the Bengals winning this game I think it'll be a huge win for them. I think Joe Burrow will beat them. I I just have a gut feeling. This isn't if they get blown out, if the Steelers blow out the Bengals, I wouldn't be surprised. But I have a gut feeling that the Bengals will win this game. I have a gut feeling that this game will either be really close or the Bengals will win. I'm going a win for the Bengals just to really be bold on this one. And I'll have the Bengals winning thirty one to twenty four. The reason why I say this is because Joe Burrow, in their last game against the Titans, was amazing. He had a great game and, and some pretty good runs against them as well. Joe Mixon, I don't know if Joe Mixon is back or not, but Giovanni Bernard has been amazing in the in the spot of Joe Mixon. So I don't think it will really matter because they have two extremely good backs. Tyler Boyd has played extremely well. Which is why I'm going Bengals in this game, 31-24. But it wouldn't surprise me if the Steelers either blow them out or win in a close game. But I just have the Bengals winning. Patriots versus Ravens. This will also be a good game to watch. Because I think Cam Newton will play more closely to his weeks 1 through 3. Where he had where they went 2-1. Than the weeks when than the weeks where they went one and four in these are these past couple of weeks. I think he'll play a lot closer to that two and one cam where they played at the beginning of the season and he was amazing. Which is why I think it'll be a close game. But like I said before, I think the Ravens will finally get their passing involved. And I think the Ravens will win twenty eight to twenty four. Because I think the Ravens will finally get their passing involved in this game. Wouldn't surprise me if the Ravens even blow out the Patriots, but I think they'll win 
28-24 just because I think they get their passing involved. Mark Andrews and Marquise Brown, I think they finally get involved this year. But I don't think they'll are finally get involved for like one of the first times this year. But I don't think they do like incredibly incredible. Like I don't think they get 30 plus just for the reason why the Patriots defense is still a pretty good defense with J.C. Jackson and Stephon Gilmore. And finally, last game of the week. Vikings versus Bears. We're only on 31 minutes, so I think I did a pretty good job with time here. Vikings versus Bears. I will have the Vikings winning this game because they're going to let Dalvin eat. I hope they let Dalvin eat. Dalvin has an incredible... Divided by 140. Six yards of carry this year, Dalvin Cook. That is unreal. And he's only played in seven games, and he has almost 900 yards. Unreal. I know the Bears have a pretty good defense... But I think they're just going to let Dalvin Cook in this game. Which is why I think the Bears will lose their fourth straight game. And which is why I think the Vikings will win this game. Because Nick Foles is not the answer at starting quarterback. Which is why I think, I think, the, Vikings will, I think the Vikings will win this game. 31-17. to, 20 to 17. 31-17 Vikings. Just because Dalvin Cook is going to eat in this game. And he's going to have an amazing performance. That's the only reason why I'm choosing this. That's that's probably one of the only reasons why I'm choosing this. That's, And I think that'll wrap it up for today's episode. I think I did the game predictions and, and the game talks. I think I did a little shorter this week. I hope it was better. Always down for some feedback. But I think 33 minutes is a lot more doable than 50. So, good night. Good morning, good whatever, goodbye, and I'll see you in the next episode.